running with Maverick and Wolfman. Hey guys, welcome back. You look like you're having a great hair day today. Always. <laughs> I spoke to the cross country team today. Oh yeah. One of the coaches is like, I heard you have a podcast. And I'm like, yeah, we have a podcast. It's about running. It's called Running with Maverick and Wolfman. I'm Wolfman, despite my dashing good looks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, they laugh. We have special guest Chris from Misericordia University, head men's and women's cross country and track and field coach. Welcome, Chris. Welcome. How you doing? Thank you. Wolfman, do you want to start with a question? Yeah, I've got I've got the best question. Do you still dance to Mortal Kombat? I do not, but if the opportunity was to come about, I definitely would. So can now my real the, question. Can you hit the play button now? <laughs> <laughs> this is why it should be a live show. I do have some questions. I'm pretty sure I have this right, and you can stop me if I'm wrong, but you you started running late. You didn't run in high school, right? You ran in college. So what yeah. kind of drew you to running? When I went to Misericordia, I thought I was going to play soccer. And then what ended up happening was they had this two-mile fitness test. And I'd run it. And I'd run something decently quick. Like I think it was like 10.25. I really didn't run that much for a running standpoint. A soccer standpoint, yes. Like a couple miles every other day. So after that, I went into the coach's office and we had a conversation and I thought that it would be best for me to go down the running path. That probably was my calling and it would be the best to try that out. That was a good decision. Yeah, I think yeah. so. I think it worked out okay. <laughs> you did okay. Right? I did all right. Yeah. That's awesome. I know you said it was your calling. So at what point were you like, I'm going to coach? This is what I'm going to do. I think like maybe my second or second year into running, I really enjoyed like just the interaction with the coaches and just thinking about doing that for a living was very enticing to me. I thought it would be cool to be able to help people become better athletes, better runners. And I felt like that was something that I wanted to to look into, but I did make an early decision to go towards a major that would help me get some looks and like a sport management degree would look better than having an English degree at and I definitely wanted to be running because I was a runner. I mean, I don't go coach softball or something when I'm running. I don't know if they'd hire me if I was trying to coach softball. Give so yeah, that's, yeah, give it a try. Give it a try. <laughs> so that's why I, I thought that I really wanted to try to get into that and see where that can take me. And I was fortunate enough to be able to get an opportunity after school. I was just in the right oh, spot yeah. at the right time, to be honest with you. Don't quote me on this, but I believe we were on our third coach in about six years. I was offering stability and someone that, yeah, I was a new coach. I had a lot of stuff to learn, uh, a lot of things to go through, but I was willing to do the work and work hard and put in the time that it took to get the program to areas where I thought we can get to. So, so I was fortunate enough to be with the right people at the right times. I want to ask you, do you remember which senior cross country member interviewed you for the job? Yeah, you. <laughs> Question for you, for you two. What yeah. uh, senior cross-country cross steeplechaser decided to, to uh, tumble into the water and give me a heart attack and submerge like swamp thing out of the I was water. on pace for the school record, and I decided to swim. 
<laughs> yes, he did. <laughs> Dual sport. Yes. Swimming and running. Who you know? Who would have thought that you needed to swim in order to run? You know what was funny about that was my brother literally was yelling. It was like one of the only times he ever said anything to me during a race. He goes, maintain your form. And I clipped the freaking <laughs> barrier and went spinning sideways into the water. Yeah, that was pretty pretty rough looking. You'll have to so, tell Wolfman Jr. that story because oh yeah, I, I they asked me one time about like what happens if you hit one of these, and I was like, it's not an if, it's a when. You hit it, like it's inevitable. <laughs> you run a lot yeah. enough, you're gonna yeah. you're gonna go through that water. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna tumble at some point. Yeah, definitely. I mean, definitely I only ran up one. I only ran up one year, and I was very fortunate that I only had one true flying through the air or whatever you want to call it. One. One major tumble. I do have to say, if there's one spot that you want to fall, it's you want it to be the water. You do not want to fall yeah. on that track. That, that it fact. hurts like you know what, right? That's true. So, sorry, random question in there. Oh no, all good. Mav, do some if you want. Chris, how many pairs of trainers do you go through in a year? Oh, uh, about three. I tend to get away with putting more miles than I should on my shoes because of just the way I run. I'm slightly more efficient than most people. I've worked on it though, too. I've worked on my cadence. I've worked on all those things with the help of John Martino a couple of years back to make some tweaks to my form. So I, I am slightly more efficient than I would say the normal person. My cadence is pretty high. So I go through about three or four. Every Big shout out to John Martino. Yeah. Chris, what mileage did you run today? I ran eight miles this morning. Easy eight? Uh, yeah, try to keep my heart rate under 140. Bare minimum under 150. But most of the time in the morning's now I'm about 135 to 140. I just run off a of feel. I don't have a certain pace that I need to run. How are your racing times now compared to back in your 20s? This year was a little slower with the races I ran. The last race that I ran that I was completely 100% healthy, I ran a 15.53 three-miler in a summer at 40, uh, 41 now. The year before that, when I had a really good training block before that, I ran 15.38 or something for three miles. So in my 20s, I was running about 15 flat, a couple 14s. So I, said, I thought you I'm, broke 15. I did. I did a, couple, a lot of times, actually. But yeah, so when I was in my prime, probably running... 1430s for three miles on a road, 1440, somewhere around there. Wolfman, you got another question? I do. So we get questions from parents about high school athletes. If you were to give a high school athlete just one piece of advice if they thought they wanted to run in college, what would that be? Good question. There's a lot of things that come to mind. I would um, say run fast. Yeah, run fast, turn left, you're on the Don't track. Don't do it. <laughs> Make sure you enjoy it. Make sure you try to find a love for it. Don't feel like the no only job. way you get... Yeah, it's not a job. Make sure you don't you feel like you don't have to run a zillion miles as soon as you start running to be good. Like, Try to find some love for it, enjoy it a little bit, and then let yourself grow. If you're talking about a high school freshman, you don't need to go run 50 miles a week very little of us are going to be pro runners. So you could be a good runner though, if you don't ruin the experience, because what happens, I feel like some high school runners come in and their coaches have good intentions, but sometimes the kids aren't ready to do what they 
think they need to give them. And sometimes come kids run away from it, no pun intended, run away from the yeah. sport because they're like, what the heck is this? I don't want to run yeah. this much. And some kids need a little bit of just easing into it, just to get accustomed to what they're going to be doing. Cause it's a lot from going from zero to 60, never running before to running. F- oh, we're going to run six miles a day. I, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. I, I never run a day in my life. So I think that just having a transition for younger kids into it would help keep more kids in the sport and might develop more kids over time. If more people were able to be a little bit more patient with the process of coaching them, but also being flexible and adaptive to who they're working with and not having a one size fits all mentality mm-hmm. with how you're going to train the pro- the kids that come in. Coaches that do that, I feel probably have more success than those that don't. So that's just my advice. Make sure you're having fun with it first, then worry about being good at it. Yeah, no, I think that's great. I talked to a few coaches before one of our previous episodes, high school coaches, and they all pretty much said the exact same thing. Like, you got to try to meet your athlete where they are and try to help them find the fun in it so they can enjoy it and continue it. Yeah, I think it takes a lot of time to find yourself in running, though. I, I don't think that a junior high or high school athlete, they're just the start of it. They're not experience. So to have them doing a crazy amount of mileage or to go into college expecting to be number one on your team, it's not realistic expectations for majority of runners. I think you need to come in, kind of learn how to run it the new distance, get your feet wet a little bit, and then grow in the sport. And even with running, if you don't get burnt out after college, you still have many, many years, like you're in your forties, you're still running good times, like incredible times. Run for for decades. If you don't overdo it and don't get burned out. Yeah, you can. I give credit and shout out to all my coaches, Coach Frank, Coach Brandon, and Coach Dan. They're all positive influences to me. I still love the sport. They did something good. And they definitely did something good because there's more than just me that feel that way, that love the sport still. So they definitely did a good job. Of that, so I was I was really fortunate to be able to be around good people that had our best interest in mind, as much as we thought yeah. that they might be trying to kill us off. <laughs> uh, they weren't. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. I would say there was one Coach Dan workout right before I think Christmas break. It was like seven and a half miles of speed work with running in between as breaks and a warm up and a cool down. And the whole thing was like a half marathon. I forget exactly how much mileage toll it was. And we were doing it inside on the track because it was snowing and wet and icy and everything outside. This is nuts. Uh, there's no reason if I'm going to run the eight and the 15, do I need to run this crazy workout right before Christmas break? Yeah, that sounds about right. Some of those workouts were challenging for sure. That particular one, I didn't even know where he came up with. He, he was a big Daniels guy, so he probably got a, some type yeah. of Daniels. Like, it was the longest workout of the year. It's like a marathon. And, and I, had to, I had to go. I was like, I got to get out of here. What, <laughs> he was a marathoner, wasn't he? He was, yeah, he was. That's what he, he did. Yeah, he, uh, he, was, he was an All-American cross-country runner in college, and then he uh, ran pretty fast in the mile post-college, and then he moved to the marathon. I think I'm right with that. Yeah, I think you're I think you're right. Yeah, he was good. He was real good. 
All right. I got a question, Coach Chris. Yeah, sure. So when you first started running, I imagine you would be pretty nervous before a race. Yes. Okay. Decades later, we fast forward now. How do you feel going into a race now? Excited. I'm not nervous at all. I tell people all the time, I love to compete when I get the chance to. It does not make me nervous to run hard. I actually look forward to running hard. So that's something I worked on. I think personally speaking, I don't get to race as much as I used to. And I think that me finding, I always tell people I love running because I really do love running, but I not only run love running. I love competing and I love running hard when I can. I just can't do it as frequently as I used to, but I get really excited about doing races. I, I love the opportunity to compete with people and so forth. I, which when I was younger, I just, I think when I was younger, I maybe feared maybe a little bit of expectation, a little bit of nerves from having an expectation of doing something or having, wanting to do something. And I think over time I learned that, and I teach this, try to teach this to my kids in Misericordia, your expectations are taking your energy away from your ability to compete and produce results and just working on the process of running your own race and competing hard and working on the ability to focus your energy on the effort, the process of the task is more important than worrying about this time goal that only means anything, something to you or anybody if you're able to execute the goals. Yeah, I think to sum up what you're saying, it sounds like the pressure is off because you've already gone through all those initial experiences and have grown from that. So when you first start out, you're very nervous. You want to make sure you're doing well. You're worried. What if I don't do well? You know, people see that I didn't get a good time. And then all of a sudden, one day you just go, I'm not worried about that. I've done what I've done. I'm going to do it my way. And I've had enough experience that I can do it. And I'm confident now. Yeah, right. Correct. That's a good way to put it. I was going to let Wolfman sum it up, but I just thought I would go ahead. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) You did good, kid. (laughs) What else you got for me? What's the weirdest thing you ate during a run? During a run? Yeah. He likes Uh, the question. Yeah, uh, nothing weird. I try to stay away from meat when I run. I do have a story for you. So about 10 years ago, I go down to a race. I was pacing somebody in Bethlehem, and it was the Peeps 5K. It's at New Year's Eve, all right? So it's at the Peep factory down in the Steel Stacks. You should know where that is because yeah, you did yeah. a lot of those races. So it goes yep. over the bridge, goes, goes up Center Street, comes down the cemetery, comes back down underneath the bridge. So I'm coming down off the bridge, and... And I decided to run harder. I left the guy that was pacing and I decided to try to see if I can catch the, the person ahead of me. And I'm coming around the corner and the guy tries handing me a six pack of peeps while I'm running hard, like packaged and everything. And I look at him I'm like, no, could I come back and get one? As I said to him, as I really fast, I was going by. He's like, yeah. And I was like pumped up. I'm like, yeah, I'll go back and get my peeps. I went back. He's like, oh, we're all out. I was so devastated. What am I going to do with them? <laughs> Hold it in my hand while I'm sprinting down a road? 
<laughs> yeah, but just imagine the peeps to advertise that if you were like pumping through the victory with the peeps in your hands, going to the finish line. <laughs> yeah, slash it <laughs> above your head. You got peeps, you're chewing on them. Yeah, That's yeah, funny. you're gnawing on it while you're coming through. <laughs> you know what's anyway. funny though? I won a race one time and I was supposed to get like a sweatshirt as a first place prize. And they had, like, the second place prize, third place. They had, like, everyone's prize but mine, right? Mm. So I win the thing. I get nothing. And this one local runner is trying to give me his stuff. He's like, just take mine. Just take mine. You're never going to get it. I'm like, no, I'll get it. I'll get it. They'll, they'll get it to me. Never got it. <laughs> it doesn't matter. But at the same time, I was like, I kind of wanted that hoodie, you know? <laughs> yeah, in the mail. <laughs> it's in the mail. <laughs> All yeah. right, now I have to say, guys, I I haven't really run much in the last year. I like didn't really run for a year. Last year, I did two road races only, suffered through the first one. Before that, I took about a decade with very minimal running on and off, on and off, not like no racing whatsoever. I do notice that coming back to running and racing now, I'm feeling like it's I'm building myself up. But the first day, the first couple of days that I went running... I felt like a new runner. I was going up and down vertically. I was going side to side with my movements. I was like applauding the ground, like, you know what I mean? Clapping as I was running. And it sucked. I was so inefficient and so just terrible the first few days. Did either one of you have that, like a big drop off from running where you had to get back into it and have this really like kind of bad hiccup? I did, but I always feel like I pick back up rather quickly i feel like that muscle memory eventually just takes over and all the pathways are there so once they pick up but i know what you mean i did have like i had mentioned before i did have a hernia repaired and i feel like there's only two times that i ever had to restart running from just a normal like week break or two week break and that was one of them and i felt like that for probably the first month or two after that surgery where I was just plotting around. But after that, I started to get some rhythms back to me and I got in pretty good shape pretty quick after that. But those first two months were rough from not running for like three months. So, so that's the only thing I guess I can get close to what you're, you were going through, right? With that long, that long break. I'm in like week five. So I'm just starting to feel like a rhythm now, just starting to get more efficient. Times are starting to make sense. Was running training times that were like, very slow for me and then uh like today i was running like sevens and i was like oh this is what i used to run and this feels pretty comfortable and it hasn't for the first month any pace i ran felt bad any time i was running it was like oh this doesn't feel good at all I, it's i would say just that's that's pretty normal what you're going through and is as your body adjusts i mean your body has to adjust to all these different things again and just get used to what you're asking it to do and you know, as your aerobic fitness gets better, you'll just get more comfortable with your what the way you're breathing, the way your body's moving. And Dylan can tell you that too. I'm sure he, you know, yeah. he'd probably say the same thing. So you guys start yeah. calling him Wolfman because nobody knows. I'm who sorry. Is. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. Do you, you did you okay. change your name legally? I should. I'm sure. <laughs> I haven't yet. No. I have to say that would be pretty awesome if you did. <laughs> no last name. No. <laughs> coach chris thanks so much for joining us no problem and, thanks for having me thank you thanks again to coach chris from misericordia university
really appreciate you being on the show and sharing your expertise with us. Also, we got an update. Allie did complete the Erie Marathon. Way to go, Allie. She did great, and we look forward to hearing about it in a future episode. We were just unable to connect with her this week. Sorry, guys. We will definitely get her back on the show, let her tell her story about Erie and her first marathon and all the ups and downs uh, that she experienced throughout that marathon. Okay, so we're going to go over some tips. Guys, remember... When you're running, make sure you are running smart. Make sure you are doing a good job to be good, healthy, strong runners, and you are not racing every day. We hear too much about people racing every day and running too hard, running too fast, too quickly. Make sure you're taking your time, building yourself up. That is some great advice that we all make mistakes with and have made mistakes with over the years. So please make sure you're running smart. Okay, other tips, advice. If you are lacking motivation, try to find someone to run with. It always helps to it always helped me to run better when there was someone to help motivate. So if I found a running partner, if we were on a team, there was always better runs and faster runs running with someone else. Also, set goals. It's really important to have goals. So if you're trying to run a certain distance or you're trying to compete in a certain race, whatever you're trying to do, it's always important to have a goal because it gives you something to go after. Uh, if you're not making a goal, it's just running and it, it might not be fun. You might not stick with it. So make a goal for yourself. It's really important. Just like anything in life, make a goal and then make the goal attainable. Make it something that you can reach and then make some more lofty goals later. Initially, just make some simple goal that you can get to and then build on those goals. If you are enjoying the podcast, remember to like and share on Facebook. Uh, Thank you to those who have already. Follow on Instagram. Support the show by clicking the little link that says support. And thank you so much to those who have supported the show already. We really appreciate you and your support. And anyone who has submitted a question, thank you for the question. And please continue to send us your questions because we look forward to answering them and helping you with your goals. Once again, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered medical health care advice. We are not responsible for any losses, damages, or liabilities that may arise from the use of this podcast. This podcast is not intended to replace professional medical advice. The views expressed in this podcast may not be those of the host or the management. One additional update, Wolfman's mileage is up to 53 miles this week. It's a long run at 16 miles. My mileage is much less at 15.25 only. Maverick and Wolfman, running out.